0: meme is uh Deborah Hawkins pen name is Deborah Renee Bird speculative fiction author um upcoming book coming out if I'm not mistaken or has it already been released?
1: Yeah, it releases August 18th.
0: August 18th nice nice yeah. nice nice um so before I get into any of the interview could you tell me about your your work if that's cool
1: in general or just the the first book
0: um and whatever moves you <laughs>
1: whatever. <laughs> okay. well um I write uh mostly fantasy um long story I like I started writing um like fan fiction from the x-men series back in the early 90s I and will, it just kind
0: of <laughs> I would love to see that I really. <laughs>
1: yeah. it was on paper so it's missing now yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it's spiraled into different stories I tried horror for a little bit really big into Stephen King um and eventually I just settled on fantasy because it's just a, a fun genre to do it's something easy for me to escape into so I just I like fantasy with a twinge of darkness a little bit of horror in it but not to the point where it can be called like dark fantasy or horror fantasy or if that's a thing
0: okay um what so what what makes um speculative fiction different than like overall fiction
1: well there's I think it's usually there's contemporary which is kind of real life scenarios and then um speculative fiction is your sci-fi your fantasy um I think your paranormal more along the lines of um, things that don't really happen.
0: Okay,
1: <laughs> like when you jump into those different worlds, or um, portal fantasy worlds, that kind of thing.
0: Nice. Um. So it looks like that you graduated from Florida State University. Um, was your degree in? in um, speculative fiction or was it in fiction or was it in writing something along the lines of?
1: Florida State was actually my middle school. I started okay. at um, University of the Arts for um, writing for film and television. Okay. And then I transferred down to Florida State for creative writing and wasn't a big fan of the <laughs> area. So I came home and graduated from Temple with an English degree.
0: Okay. All right, so you're one of the seven people in the U.S. actually utilizing their degrees, so yes. congrats-
1: <laughs> congratulations there. Thank you. Hopefully I'll be able to do it full-time one day, because, yeah, right now I'm just a secretary, and that's getting tiring. <laughs> so um, what
0: would you what, how would you define a blurred and what does that mean to you? I mean, obviously outside of like the, the actual definition that we subscribe to it is combinations of the word black and nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, what does a nerd look like to you? What does that mean for you?
1: It's kind of funny because I think I was born into a family of blurs. Wow. When don't know it. <laughs> it's like you're, they don't have to be like the high iq ones they can just be the techie people the ones who love anime the ones who can watch wrestling all day is what we used to do you know the comic books and the video games um just the ones who can geek out about anything and tell it to anyone who'll listen
0: Mm. but you're a a legacy nerd i like that (laughs) (laughs) i like that i like that (laughs) I I am uh Tyrone Tolliver first in the line of his oh. name. Like, so.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, what is nerdy and geeky to do in your city? Like, if I was like, "Hey, I'm I'm in your city. I need a bl- I need a nerd fix. Where would you take me?"
1: Um, if it's still here, we had um an escape room Mm. that's pretty nerdy to me but it's so fun to do um and if it's not still here we could just go up north about 40 minutes and go to that one um Mm -hmm. and then if you're here on august the 14th we actually have a comic-con down here so that's where you're going to get your biggest nerd fix
0: oh nice um are you attending do you have a booth
1: yes the um i will be there this year It'll oh, be my, my first time as a booth. I cosplayed a couple of years. So this is going to be my first time sitting down as an author.
0: Oh, that sounds like fun. What are you most excited uh, about that experience? Like what?
1: Uh, just seeing the um, people who are excited, who'll be excited about it and willing to buy it and excited to see an author who's actually from Dover. Um, selling a book there we do have a couple but um we don't get that much press about it here so just getting to see other people and maybe other writers and younger people who want to write that's I'm really excited about that okay
0: on the next section I have is like the get to know you section Mm -hmm. um I've always been hard about like you know, the, the places on social media, they like, you know, the about you section and 140 characters or less. Like I've always been horrible <laughs> at it. Um, but if you had to like maybe bullet point your life, like if you were forced to bullet point your life, like maybe four bullet points. Like what what would those bullet points be for you?
1: Um, definitely writer, gamer. Dreamer. It's uh, the last one I can think of. It's like so. It's hard to do four bullets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, me. Is that dramatic? Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go off, sis. Experience.
1: <laughs> go, go,
0: go off sis go off um, um so I, I guess i'll go with writer first um uh-huh. you've been writing all of your life it seems Just like about. from what yeah. i can tell um <laughs> will with the works that are coming out in august be your first published works or have yeah, you had other uh, pieces published before
1: I did one, I did a short story for, I think they're defunct now, it was a um, a short fiction publication, and they did a speculative fiction issue, like, right before they closed down, so I had a short story that's on my blog, okay. Um I posted that now that it's gone, and so um, the one that's coming out right now, Fractured Princess, I self-published it two years ago, and then Wahida Clark Publishing picked it up last year, okay, so it's technically my third but it, this is the big traditional release. Okay. Um, yeah. I am
0: definitely excited for you. And then you yes, said
1: you. gamer.
0: We can talk about that. Uh, PlayStation yeah. or Xbox, though? Like,
1: PlayStation. Okay, okay. I
0: thought I had to right? intervie- I I end <laughs> the interview and just, just <laughs> shut my computer. Like, you said, what? <laughs> okay. So, what are you um, playing right now?
1: Um, right now, if I am heavy on Apex Legends. Um, it just sucked me in. I was not a big shooter multiplayer person, but um, Fortnite came out and that was fun. I will play with my cousin. And then my one of my other cousins, I have a lot of cousins. Um, he said, you need to try Apex. They've got all these characters. They have different personalities. And when I played it, I was like, that's it for me. I've played so much. And I get to play with my brother-in-law. Okay. So yeah. I might,
0: have to, I might have to check that out. Because I'm not really into mm-hmm. first-person shooters myself. Like, mm-hmm. I'm more like RPG, story-driven, yeah. um, that sort of, like, simulations, like, mm-hmm. Sims and stuff like that. That's where I'm more into,
1: you know? Yeah, so. I could talk for hours probably about Final Fantasy with you. But I, like, before, before these games, I was, all I played was Final Fantasy. I didn't even know what other games were out. I was just going boom, boom, boom to whatever next one came out. I was playing. Nice.
0: So I'm I'm guessing that you played the remastered one that just came out recently. Like
1: I'm actually about to the um or the seven replay of the seven.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm playing that now actually. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, but I also got the ten remaster. Like I haven't played that three times already.
0: I didn't. But yes, I didn't even know that they released the remastered ten. I'm so.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they remastered ten and ten too. Okay. Yeah. (laughs)
0: and so your last point would be dreamer um I think you I don't I'm not sure but I think you have to be like a a bit of a dreamer to be a writer you know (laughs) it has to come from somewhere um
1: scenario that you can think of if you can if if your first thought is oh this needs to be a story like it's it's total dreamer mentality
0: Mm. And so does the dreamer aspect of you, the gamer aspect of you, does that play into um, your writing?
1: Yeah, especially for Fractured, it played a big part. One of the scenes in the story was a dream I had, and it was just so vivid. I had to write it down to show my sister so it made sense to somebody, and it just spiraled into, I think I I submitted it to UArts to get into the writing program. And then I just kept writing it until it became a full story. nice, yeah. And I was playing I was playing Final Fantasy while I was writing it, so it's almost like a a nod and an homage to the Final Fantasy games I was playing
0: okay, okay. I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> um I've never heard of uh, Wanda Clark uh, publishing. is that um is that black owned? Is it local? Yes
1: it's on Juanita Clark she is the queen of street lit um and actually I not being a street lit reader I hadn't heard much about her but when I looked at the books that were on the website I was like oh I know these books and my sisters read these books like so this is crazy so she street street is kind of urban contemporary okay yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) like one of my
0: my favorite books is the Coldest winner ever. So yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's on her website. So um, yeah, and I know my sister read that, and I was like, oh, okay, so this is a this is a big deal, and um, she decided, I think last year, to open up to do a sci-fi fantasy imprint. Mm-hmm. So where I'm under, um, it's called SFF for the Culture.
0: Oh. Yeah. And I feel like uh, sci-fi and fantasy is definitely something that's necessary within our culture. It's definitely. nice It's nice to um, know that we can, like, be wizards and magical girls as well. Yes. <laughs> and, so you uh, can only
1: look at King Arthur-style books for so right, long. Like, right. there's other worlds out here.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And do you find it difficult being a Black order in a majority white space? Or do you... Or, or or is the community welcoming to you?
1: Um, it's kind of weird, because of course right now everybody's on like Twitter and Instagram. So mm. you, you meet so many people. I've been fortunate to hook up with um, other writers of color just through Twitter and other Black writers through Twitter. But um, like when it came to trying to query, to get traditional publishing, before I self-published, it was very... Kind of closed gate mm. um, system, and um they had um who did it? We need diverse books. I think they came out with the study. if it wasn't them, it was a different company um to see you know what the publishing ratio was racially, okay. and it's very white. There's not a lot of people on the other side of that door trying to bring you in, so it was it was it was a little tough
0: okay, well. Thank God for Miss Clark, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I would have
1: just kept self publishing. And, but yeah, it was a secret wish. Like maybe someone will see it on Amazon and someone did.
0: Mm. So.
1: Mm. And I (laughs) mean, like. Yeah
0: it does make sense. Like, I guess if, if you're not accepted into the space, I guess, create it yourself. And it, it seems like mm-hmm. there's something that, uh, Ms. Clark is doing. She's just creating the space for black people. Like, you don't, yeah. if they won't accept you in, you know, mainstream publishing, you know, come to mother. <laughs> <Yay>.
1: <laughs> and you find a lot of, a lot of black writers now just turn to self-publishing because they know the, the chance are slim unless you're writing um trauma narrative or mm. a, like a slave narrative like no one's looking for that but black people we need yeah. something that's not that we need everyday people we need fantasy people we need some black elves we need right, right. everything Right.
0: I was actually just having a conversation with my best friend the other day about this. Like, Mm -hmm. As far as what is pushed out in mainstream media, whether that be um, novels or uh, TV shows, movies, things of that nature, if Mm -hmm. it does not surround at some point Black trauma, it's not pushed out on us in the mainstream. And it's like, I'm tired. I'm yeah. tired. Like I I I don't want to be a slave anymore. I <laughs> I don't want my mama on crack no more. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't yeah, want these like regurgitated storylines to be pushed back in our face over and over again. I would yeah, like that's... I would like to, you know, you know, just you know, fall in love. How to lose a guy in 10 days, but black, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um and that's why I'm glad
1: um some. Even I just watched, I have to watch the whole thing because it came on while I was on vacation. I never saw the whole thing um, with Taraji, uh, what men want. Mm. It's like, we need more of those kind of stories. Just fun, slight romance, slight character arc. Mm. You know, and that's the end. Like nothing traumatic happened to her, you know? Mm. So definitely need more where we're just us.
0: Yeah, I agree. And we
1: see us through us.
0: Definitely agree. Definitely agree. Um, do you think there's an audience for um fantasy fiction? Uh, well, do you, I guess I should ask first, do you write with Black people in mind when you write, or is it like a general audience thing? And if you do write with Black people in mind, do you think the audience is out there?
1: When I started writing this one, I actually had general audience in mind. And somewhere around maybe draft five. I was like, why isn't my main character black? Because I'm black. Mm -hmm. And so it just, I changed the whole makeup of the story to Mm -hmm. so that we can see ourselves as magical people. We can see ourselves as the scholars in the room. We can see ourselves just doing these awesome things that like the Fellowship of the Ring, people get to do, or the people in Game of Thrones get to do. It's like we need to see more of us, the the Final Fantasy people get to do. We still, I still haven't seen a black None. woman None. in Final Fantasy at None. all. So, I <laughs> um, I I, I want to put that out there, and I think people are waiting and ready for it.
0: Mm, Agree, honestly, because mm-hmm. I was, I've been on the hunt for uh, black. Um, sci-fi fiction hyper Mm -hmm. specifically black uh science fiction and that's how I came across you just like and it's like I'm in like page six of google you know just 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 (laughs) trying to find it just trying to find it because like Mm -hmm. the first five pages are like you know we're side characters we're you know the the um servant that's magically bonded to their white master or yeah. we're, <laughs> or we're just like the 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 little slave girl who washes the dishes or whatever and we're never of any major significance in the story and yeah. um I definitely need that in my life as a black nerd um yeah. a lot of the media that you consume that I consume at least tends to be through a white gaze and um I have to make a ex an extra effort to ingest anything else right anything
1: else <laughs> um, so I guess we're not the magical negro or the person building up the white character and disappearing you
0: right know. right right like and we, we was, just said the most profound thing to them to change the the yeah. direction of the story and then we just <laughs> never mentioned again <laughs> exactly so um, the next section is called Put Me Up on Game. It's where you introduce me to some music, video games, creators. Um, I guess you now got in contact with some authors and some writers. Um, anything and everything that you can put me up on game for to uh, expand my blurred knowledge. I always preface this. It doesn't have to be Black, but I would <laughs> like it to be. <laughs> OK, I'm
1: trying to think. Um. I don't know if you've heard of her. It's uh she's uh, Jamaican and Greek, I believe. Leanne LaHavis. Le uh, she's been out on the scene for a few years, but um, you don't hear a lot about her. She's uh her voice is just everything. I think she's on her third, maybe her third album now. But um she plays a little guitar. Um she's been she's been in she's been in America because I've gone to her concerts, I think, three times now. But um very soulful, just uh she's magical
0: how do you spell her last name just so i can make sure i get it right
1: yeah l-a space h-a-v-a-s
0: all right all right i'm definitely gonna check her
1: out i do appreciate that she's wonderful um book wise um you've probably heard about n.k jemisin by now Mm -hmm. okay so let me um i i stand her so much (laughs) absolutely love her um who else am I reading? Um, oh, it's Chase. Chase brought me onto SFF for the Culture. He actually put out a book before I did. It's called um, The Road of Resistance. And the concept is awesome. I'd never heard of a concept like this. Um, somebody basically shut down all technology from your telephone to the weapons in the like White House. So everyone's got to revert back to like medieval era style weaponry to um i guess beat the government i'm not i can't remember what the government was doing i had to restart the book but um it's a really cool concept and i'm excited to see i think he just put out the war we make which is the next book so that's Ch- uh, chase bowling all right he's a really uh... cool guy yeah, you definitely
0: put me up on to, to two that I, I don't know about, because I actually do a lot of reading, mm-hmm. but um I, I just, I don't know a lot of Black authors, unfortunately.
1: No, yeah, I don't either, <laughs> so it's okay. Because <laughs> I know they're out there, they're everywhere, but sometimes it's hard to bring us all together. Mm
0: that so yeah. if you could you give me a, a brief summary of what you have going on personally as far as the book release what the book is about um where it will be available at things of that nature
1: yeah um so it's called um again fracture princess it's the first book of the shattered chronicles and it's um slight coming of age uh, story about this princess whose kingdom was uh destroyed when she was young um and there's this metal army who's tracking her down and she doesn't know why and she's journeying to protect herself she has a team of watchmen who kind of keep her under the shadows but she's like i'm tired of this i want to fight i know whatever is happening it's my fault i'm not exactly sure why but if i can do something besides sit and hide in the cellar while everyone else is dying i'm going to go ahead and do that so that's the kind of the jumping point of the story and as it goes along we figure out what's happening and how it is her fault um that's something i don't hide for any part of the story like it is her fault we just have to figure out how and why and so that's coming out august 18th i believe um it'll be available on the wc website uh, wcp website that's wahida clark's website um and i know available through Amazon where else I'm not too sure yet we're still working on the logistics very quickly Um, I've seen the cover just have to get the last title portions out on it and so that'll be up on my pages once um, I get that Um, so I'll be at the comic-con on the 14th I have a couple more interviews coming up and then I think I'll be at the National Black Book Festival in October, though it's virtual, but that's out through Houston. And... Wait, the what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, <laughs> you, you're not just gonna just say that and just walk <laughs> on past it. Like, I so, didn't even... <laughs> so there's a National Black Book Festival. I'm part of the email list. So I actually got it really close to the deadline that comes out of Houston. It's, I guess, the biggest Black Book Convention that they have right now. And um, it's going to be virtual, but it usually comes out through Houston. And it's nationalblackbookfestival.com, if I remember correctly.
0: I didn't even know that this was a thing. We'll talk about Black authors. I'm sure they'll be there.
1: (laughs) Yes. So they have a huge lineup. I think um, Karen Parsons will be there this year. Um, Daphne Maxwell-Reed will be there. Matthew Knowles will be there. Mm. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be pretty big. Nice. Yeah.
0: Wow. um could you give me your social medias uh where you're at where people can find you um websites things of that nature
1: yes so my website is the right mage.com it's like right and mage like little magician.com um on twitter and tumblr i am deb the author on Instagram and oh, my mind's going blank. On Instagram I'm Deb Renee Bird and I'm Deb Renee Bird somewhere else and I can't remember Facebook. <laughs> Deb Renee Bird <laughs> on Facebook. I have a Twitch and a TikTok both of which I don't use that often. But um, Twitch is Queen B Deb with just a B and TikTok I believe I'm also if not Deborah Bird, then Deb the author. I'm one of the two. <laughs> That's okay. how long I haven't been on it. I don't remember my name on TikTok. <laughs> the main ones are the tw- Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook. So it's Deb the author on Twitter and Tumblr, and Deborah Bird on Facebook and Instagram. Okay.